Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio. And it's duty to a king or to a creed. Protecting what he feels is What right. is this absolute horseshit? Manure. What a terrible, terrible... It takes, it takes every kind of people. A, a terrible, terrible start to the show, guys, and I can only apologise. We need something a bit more, um, a bit more... This is all we need. There we go. Now the vibe. Keep it up, 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 is what they shout at me when I'm having sex these days. Give it up, God. give it up, keep it up. Um, I can only do it if there's an audience watching and applauding. 0344... 499-1000 is the phone number. We're making it difficult for ourselves tonight. I just I just had... Um, a, a, this morning I was sat at my computer and I was fueled by rocket fuel. It's coffee. I bought a, 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 a cafetier. Um, and I've been making fresh coffee. You've got a little bit of that between your teeth. I don't know if it's a hair or something. You've got a little something there. No, it's not a hair. Okay. I think it's... Um, I've, I've had some of that fancy seeded bread. Do me a favour. If you could just talk into the microphone. I think it's the wrong way around. No. Or it's d- dead low. No, no, no. no it's low. You just put it up. Hang no, on. I mean, it's quiet. There we go. It's quieter than my face, is what I'm saying. No, it's just fine. So um, I was fueled by this rocket fuel today, and also I was up. I was up last night having a row with Amazon on the phone because they phone you at any time of the day, right? I ordered some coat hangers. Hang on a minute, because so I ordered some coat hangers. And last night on the show, you would have heard this in the dying moments of the show, the dying moments of my career. I thought, I've not had those coat hangers that I ordered ages ago. And I've got Amazon Prime, so they should have come last week. So I went to my Amazon list while Paul Ross was setting up, coming in and telling us what was on his show. And I noticed that the coat hangers had apparently been delivered to my safe place on Thursday of last week. What the heck? So I went home last night and I'm there looking looking up my safe place. Couldn't find it. So I said, right, well, we're not having this. So I emailed... Uh, the I contacted the uh, the gr- the guys and the gals uh, at Amazon, and I said, "Whoa, what's going on?" And um, the guy said, "Oh, well." And it said the tracking said, "This is such a boring start to a show." But you, since the areas screwed me up the ass, I'm just going to give you. We, you obviously want boring. I saw the people that were in that category that we won last year. So you guys want boring? You're going to get boring, right? Jeez. So you're going to get a boring opening monologue instead of a powerful monologue from a, a man who's nearly divorced about how sad it was having to take my kids home on Sunday evening after having them for the weekend and how it was like a really horrible day. Instead of that, you're going to get the thing about uh, my coat hangers that didn't arrive. Okay, so take us back to the safe place. So I went to the safe place. Weren't there. This is like half past two in the morning I'm doing, and I live in the countryside. It was dark, so I'm, I was doing it by touch. That is the right way round! Well, why do I... Is look, it my look. headphones that are crap, then? Because I sound like I'm down a tunnel. That's just your voice. You are down a tunnel. I think they turned it down because it was Sarah Khan's mic. Oh. Ooh, was that a bit of a, a biatch? No, no, no. It's just it got a bit heated with her and Alistair Campbell. It did, didn't it? Um... Please let me tell this thing about coat hangers, because this is what the kids want to hear. This is why this is why this show is the most listened to late night phoning show in Great Britain, right? Because of these kind of real life stories. And anyway, only new people can call in tonight. Let's get that out there. 
344 499 When I say new, I mean people that have never called before. None of this new and newish nonsense. If you've called like three times, you can call in. If you haven't called me for like 10 years, you can go, screw you. I want people that have never called in before. And um, I'm in a good mood tonight. So you, you're all right, okay? And if no one calls in, no one calls in. Um, so I couldn't find the coat hangers in the safe place. I went, I got in, I messaged uh, Amazon. They phoned Amazon. They phoned you back immediately. And this guy um, said, uh, yeah, what's the problem? I said, my thing hasn't come in. And, and, and the, the tracking says it was delivered to my safe place, but it wasn't. Here's the thing. I live at, I live at um, let's say, I live at, well, I live at number two. I can say I live at number two. That's not giving away too much, right? But it's not number two in the street. There are, there are lots of little farms. <laughs> Live on. Yes, I do. There are lots of little farms on the street, and some of them. There's lots of ones and twos, and ones and twos on the same street, right? So my reckoning is that there are. It's gone somewhere. So I said it's the tracking is gone, but I think it's gone to the wrong place. What a boring start to the show! It's so boring. Get to the meat for God's what? Sake. There is no meat in this story. Let me tell you now. I'll tell you now, dear listener. This is um, a bread and butter sandwich, right? There is no meat. In fact, there's not even butter. I've had to use uh, um, uh, Tesco own brand mayonnaise instead of butter to make this sandwich. Of, And it's not even two slices of white bread. It's the crust of a white loaf. It's all I've got left. And I've buttered it with Tesco own brand mayonnaise and I've folded it over. And I'm giving that. That's the meal I'm offering you at the start of the show. There is no meat. There is nothing of any worth in this story. I tell you now, you think the beginning, and we're, we're approaching the middle. You think the beginning and the approach of the middle of the story is dull. You wait till you get to the, I'm going to use this term very loosely, payoff. Seriously. I'll tell you the ending now. The ending is they refunded me. There's an epilogue. The epilogue is I woke up and thought that I, they actually, maybe they were delivered and I've, and I've hidden them somewhere and I couldn't find them. So the, the ending of the story is they refunded me fully. Last night, and the epilogue is I woke up and thought maybe they did deliver it. Um, so I went and looked and I couldn't find it. So let's go back a little bit. Let's go back in time. A little recap for everybody. Oh, we we're on air last night. Suddenly, I remember the coat hangers I ordered last week. Paul Ross came in and t- told us what was on his show. Just in case you just tuned in, this is where we are. Oh, please, no. This is where we are, okay? For those people who have just t- tuned in, okay? As new callers only tonight, brand new callers, 0344. 499-1000, right? So, um, where were we? Right, okay, yes. So, as Paul Ross came in last night, I thought, well, those coat hangers that I ordered. Bear in mind, the ending to the story is they refunded me totally. Why did Paul Ross make you think of hangers? Because um, sure. he, he looks the sort. He looks the sort. And the epilogue is I woke up and I thought that I, I had had them delivered and I, I looked and I hadn't. I couldn't find them anyway. So, here is the story. So Paul Ross came in and suddenly I was reminded of coat hangers and the coat hangers I ordered last week. And I, because I live at, there are lots of number twos in my street. Not like that. I don't live in Slough anymore. Lots of number twos. Actually, there's loads of number twos in my street. That's nuts. How is anybody supposed to know which one is my number two? I'm going to get a sign. A blue plaque. Ian's number two. <laughs> a blue plaque. <laughs> Comedy legend. Radio genius, uh, um, uh, uh, Bette Noir of John Gaunt lives here. You can get blue plaques. Yeah, I know you can. Up I've, I've seen them. I've got one on our playhouse. Oh, God, how common. What have, you, what have your kids ever done? 
What have they done to deserve a blue plaque? What have they done to what have I, what have they done to deserve a blue plaque? Tell you what those kids have done. They've raised the gene pool's game by several, several levels. The uh, that was my Tony Hancock impression. What have they ever done for you? It's not bad. There's something um, to, uh, uh, a pint? That's a bloody armful. That's not that bad. Is more like that it. is not bad. He wouldn't say bloody though. Right. So recap for those who've just tuned in. Rewind. Oh god, no, please, no. Rewind. So Moved in. Let's back. Let's go back even further. Let's go back even further. So there's a tree somewhere that's been cut down and shaped into how many a pack of what? Not that side okay. of the story. My side of the story. Okay. So um, I'm getting divorced. I got right. Let's go back even further. So I got married. Right. And uh, we had two kids, and it didn't quite work out. So I got divorced. So the last two years, I'm going to fast forward a bit, actually, because I went back too far. The last two years, I've been living in a room, just a room. And I kind of shut, I kind of shut myself down. I put myself in, in self-imposed purgatory. It was, it was pretty, I shut down. And all I was doing was doing the radio show and going back, and, and I'm going to be honest, knocking, knocking them out, and then coming back here. And that was all I was doing for two years. Finally. The, I thought there was a funny smell in there. The um, the divorce is, is finally maybe by Christmas and a little bit of, you know, cashing in all my savings, borrowing a bit of money here, getting a mortgage bigger than I can afford. I bought this, bought this farm. Bought this farm and uh, I got a wardrobe as part of the house. It came with wardrobes. Fancy. Well, no, I had to buy the wardrobes off her. Um, I had to buy the piano, the wardrobe, the fungus-filled washing machine, the fridge... And something, oh, table, dining table, five hundred quid the lot. Beautiful. The house was significantly. Let me just say, add a add, th- add three noughts to the house, and we, we you, you you're getting there. Um, mm, you've totally made me lose my train of thread. Right. Oh, I have. Take us right back. So, then. I bought some. I did buy some coat hangers, and they arrived. Okay. And I got those and I hung my clothes up. But I still got a few clothes that aren't hung up. The wardrobe is full, but I can use the wardrobe in my kids' room because they don't need to use it. So I ordered some more coat hangers and I forgot, I ordered them last week and I forgot about them. And then Paul Ross came into the show last night and I was suddenly, I don't know why, it's strange the way the brain works. I was reminded of the coat hangers. Oh, those coat hangers are. Because I've been ordering a lot of stuff online and you kind of forget what you've been ordering and stuff comes and whatever. I ordered a, a capo on Sunday. Oh my God, just tell us about the hangers. I'm getting there. I ordered a capo on Sunday and it came. It's called a capo. On Sunday. Could you sort that camera out? Because that's too close. That's too close. It's, 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 um, i tell you what. Let's do the, the ads. We'll come back. We'll set this up properly. We'll tell this story properly, and uh, then we'll begin the show. Oh three four four four. That's too far. Oh three. That's it. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, I'm Jamie East. Now, as well as being on Talk Radio every afternoon between 1 and 4pm, I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about. It's called Talk Film. We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman, Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin, loads of them. And also all of the reviews of the week's big releases. There's a new episode every Thursday, available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app. Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl. If you like it, please hit that subscribe button. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
344 1000 Brand new callers only, please. You must never have called us ever, um, is the thing. So, last week, I ordered some coat hangers. Okay? Um, I've got some coat hangers, but they've still got plenty of clothes. Got a lot of clothes. Could probably get rid of some of them, and I might do that, actually. Um, in fact, we found um, one of those clothes bins the other day. Me and the boys, you know, we, you put the clothes in for the charity. My boy said, have you got any old clothes? I said, why? We could put them in there. I said, well, sure, whatever. So anyway, I ordered some coat hangers last week. I forgot about them until last night when Paul Ross came in to talk about his show that starts at one o'clock on um, talk radio. And I was reminded of the coat hangers. Actually, I think I was reminded of the coat hangers a bit before he came in. I wonder if there's any way of getting... No. Can someone get the audio no. from last night, the end of last night's show, to... I'm asking you, dear listener. Can someone get the audio from the end of last night's show to find out exactly at what I've point... I've got it here if you're really that fussed. Have you? Mm. Oh, let's hear it. Hang on. I'll have to... Oh, sorry, I thought you said when you got it here, you it's actually had it there. I'll right, have to okay, it out. okay. I've got loads of stuff in my computer. Doesn't mean I've got it there. Just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's not, not helpful. Don't get narky about it. It's not me. Not it's getting narky. Not getting narky. And yeah. I've, I've not lost any hangers. Amazon have. Oh. And that's the point. Bearing in mind, the end of this story, the money gets refunded fully. The epilogue is I wake up in the morning thinking maybe I did have the coat hangers delivered. Perhaps I remembered it. I started looking around the house, couldn't find them. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, oh, no, go back before that. This is last night's show you're listening to. Dancing, looking in the mirror at yourself. Was it then? No, just keep, just play it. Part, she said parter. <laughs> she said parter. I don't want her phone in tonight. That would make a good Logan, though. Anyway. I did go around there. I did go around there and we did dance. We danced the dance of love. The tango. It's usually two blokes. That's tango. Uh, not where I come from, mate. I don't disapprove of it, but it's not normal. You're listening to last night's show. There's no mention of hangers. I think you lost the talk about the hangers. Never mind the actual hangers. I'm very zen about the hangers. You're the one that's getting angry now. This is the last right. night's show you're listening this, this, to. This is uh, the you girlfriend. It goes. As if you're going to listen to this and be able to play it. Oh, play it for you. oh you never. Right, you're on the wireless. Oh, Pause is the best. Pause it. Pause that. Because that guy's a pussy, and I'll tell you why. He tweeted me, Ian, um, I hope you know that when I phoned in to say that I really like Kath, it was a joke, and really I think you're brilliant. And I, Man up. Man up, Snowflake. Man up. Uh, you're, you're blocked on Twitter because you should have had the courage of your convictions. You've shown yourself to be the coward that I thought you were. Press, press play. Media, 
is it is better? It's less fighting. No, it is better. Isn't it's it? less. Talk about nuts and stuff. I think it's better. Talk about only a little bit. Though. I think it's better. Isn't okay. It? No, you're right. Actually, I don't. Line one, you're on the wire. Where, where is the coat hanger bit? Hi. This is. Hello, then this is just you chatting that poor woman up. Man from, on, Brixton. man from Brixton. Um, well, you just played this bit. Why did you? Further. Why did you go back further? Why is the point? Because I knew that? how that was going to end, and it was it what ends was in you propositioning go some to the probably vulnerable woman. Go why? Go forward. Ah ah ah! Here we go. I've got it. It was back. Here we go. On YouTube. Here we go. I bought a, a, a yoga mat. I'm going to beg on you should go out for a run. I thought, well, yoga mat. I could stay in bed for another half an hour and then get up and go to work. You're listening to last night's show. One of the shopping channels and get yourself like a home gym. Oh, runner. I'm going to pay someone to run for me. Well, I bought a yoga mat. Where are they? And you've got a lie on it. Ding! Um, Coat hangers. Well, you lie it first and then you do some stretches. Well, I bought a yoga mat and I'm. Because someone said, don't, you don't need to go to yoga classes. You can do it on YouTube. I don't think that can be safe no. to do it on YouTube. I don't think that's necessary. This is last night's show you're listening to. We're in for a ding. Into, you know, um, more in a, a bit of downward dogging and fun Downward dogging. I got the joke. Filth. Right. So I ordered some... Uh, I ordered some coke. Ding. Stop the clock. What time was that? What? How long of the show? Uh, That was like... Let me see... About seven minutes before the end of so the show. So before Paul Ross came in? Yeah. Well, in that case, I apologise. I've libelled Paul Ross, and somehow I've got Paul Ross into this mess, and there was no need for him. He's, he's in enough messes of his own. It was the yoga mat. He's yeah. been in enough messes of his own. He doesn't need to be involved in this mess. No. So apologies to Paul. I take that back, sir. It's only a few minutes before Paul Ross came in. So let's, here we go. So this is the story. Bearing in mind, I live in a street that's got lots of twos in. The end of the story, I get a full refund. And the epilogue is I wake up, and I think that maybe it was, I remember it being delivered. So I look around the house and I can't find it. So it probably wasn't. So about seven minutes before the end of last night's show, um, we're talking about the yoga mat that I ordered. And then I remember, oh, a yoga mat, I ordered, oh, flipping it. The um, coat hangers, wooden, they're wooden coat hangers, nice ones, classy. The kind of ones that they hang coats on in Marks and Spencers, but they don't give you for free. Trust me, I've tried. Um... And so when when Paul Ross came in, or as the show was ending, and um, we don't need to go into specifics about that, I then went onto my Amazon account and I was looking to see what was, what, what, what was going on here. Where, where are they? Anyway, it says ordered, delivered, <sighs> delivered on Thursday. You're right. You're fine. Delivered on Thursday. I'm thinking what? That, Thursday last week. It's Monday. It was Monday yesterday. What's that? Well, that doesn't make. I know I was at the safe place. On Saturday, because we've got the bikes out. And what is going on here? Well, I just do not understand what is going on. This is crazy. Oh God, will you please make this stop? This is absolutely crazy. The only thing that make it stop is a phone call. 0344 499 So it's there for Please. Please. God, this, is, this is insane. This is literally insane. This is, this is literally surreal. So I get home. Get them at half past two. Very late. Dark. No street lights. No street lights. Hey, can I play you a bit of a Neil Diamond song I heard, right? Um, uh, l- listen to the lyrics to this, right? Is it about coat hangers? 
No, no, no. Have a listen to this. It's a great song, but there's there's two lines that come pretty close to each other. You think, a bit fruity now. Here we go. Have a listen to this. And I'd like to know your thoughts on his description of how to sing this song. Pick me a tune. Pick me a tune. Mm-hmm. That means tune. He's got a very specific way of singing it, though. Sing it like a black man. Okay, now, right. I don't know what that means. It means sing it like a black man. Like Jim Davidson. No, he don't mean that. Now he's talking about something in the middle eight. Oh. What is it? Talking about round, brown ladies. He's talking about round, brown ladies. <laughs> while he's singing it like a black man. <laughs> he's a white Jewish kid from, from Brooklyn in New York City. I, one day, this is my project, right? I'm going to put together a very convincing argument that Neil Diamond is a massive racist because there's plenty, plenty of evidence. I don't think he's a massive racist. I think he no. really wants to be. Oh yeah, yeah. As cool as the you know as, Here we the, go. as the black singers. I don't think he is a massive racist, but I reckon I he's can. He's very put aware toge- of it. I can put together a really convincing argument that he is a massive racist, including the scene. In the jazz singer, where he blacks up, but he forgets to black up his hands, and he starts clapping. They're playing in an exclusively black club, and a black man says, "Hey, hey, that ain't no brother. That's a white boy. A white boy." Kicks off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. That's my project. Is I'm gonna put together a very convincing argument that Neil Diamond's a racist, and um, we'll do that. So. Oh no, please. Let's go to Claire first, and then we'll carry on with the the coat hanger story. Good evening, Claire. Hello, Claire. First time caller. Yep, first time caller. Yes. Been listening ever since the station started. Oh, look at you. Do, you! do you not go out and breathe? Do you not walk? Do you not have a life? Not really. Good. Um, I have an autistic son who oh. hasn't had a school place for two years. No. So I've been with him all day, every day. Okay. So you, but you still, but in, 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 okay. So your life is is different, but you still got a life. You have got a great boy. Well, yeah, it's weird, though, because he started school for the first time no. in two years in se- uh, two weeks ago. Ooh, how did that feel for you? Let's talk about him in a second. But, um, how did that feel for you? Weird, because yeah. now I need to do something and I don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, so how come he didn't, he didn't have a place for two years? Um, unfortunately, he got excluded from mainstream. Uh-oh. And the, at the age of six. Yes. And then there was no schools with places. Now he got excluded. Was that um, a be- a behavioural thing? Yeah. Right. Okay. He threw, he threw chairs and what? stuff. He's a chair thrower. Yeah. And is that because uh, did you say he's ADHD or uh, autistic? autistic oh. But also being um, assessed for ADHD as well. Okay. Now this um, I, I I don't you know I might sound a bit clumsy and like a dinosaur, but I'm coming from a good place. It was his behaviour specifically linked with his autism or was it could could it just be put down to naughtiness aside not, not disputing that he's got autism that yeah. I, I tell you why i'm asking that once i had to interview the guy that won big brother that had Tourette's, pete. right pete. pete right and you could and, and we said it was it was an online radio thing but we said look you're gonna it's gonna be some bad language because he's got Tourette's, right but talking to him you could tell when it was a Tourette swear or when it was just him being a bit lazy and swearing. And I had to say, look, Pete, if it's if it's a swear you can't control, that's fine. But please don't just swear because you you that you know, you're swearing. And so that's why I'm asking that question, Claire. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. Well, he was um, f- uh, full time at like nursery yeah. and reception, and he got a hundred percent attendance. And then year one started where they sit down a lot more and do a lot more writing, and he didn't have one to one. So when he got confused and frustrated because he wasn't getting understanding what was happening. Yeah. The, I think it manifested then into aggression and well, not quite attention, but it was all to do with him not uh, an anxiety of not understanding what's going on. He was he him. was frustrated, and that was the only yeah. way he knew to express his frustration was by chucking chairs. The problem was once he got excluded and came back, um, it became a habit. He knew it was a way oh, to get home. Okay. So there was a combination. There is the autistic behaviour and the frustration. Yeah. And then there's also knowing. Because he's, yeah, he's also a clever, you know, six-year-old. And six-year-olds learn that whether autistic or not, that if they do something and, I don't know, it gets them closer to mum or it gets them home to watch telly or it gets them into their comfortable bedroom, then, oh, hang on a minute, if I, if I do this, I, I get to hang out with mum all day. This is awesome. I'm going to do this yeah. more. And he had mixed feelings because he didn't want to come home once he was sent home. Um, and he was in tears about that. But this new school is an autistic, uh, an autism school, okay. and he threw the chair again um, last week, and they dealt with it. They oh. did call us, and he went straight back into class, and he's happy, and I think it was almost to test them. Oh, and they beat they beat. I don't mean they physically yeah. beat him, but they won that <laughs> battle of... They, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know how you deal um, with autistic children. It was children. in a sensory room where they had lots of lights calming stuff oh. which he wouldn't have had in mainstream yeah and it calmed him down in, well, he realized he wasn't in trouble and then he just went back it's part i guess it's partly understanding you know the different responses that autism brings you know the, yeah. the different things that autism brings with it because everyone every autistic person is different um and also you know um if if my kids were at a school and someone was chucking chairs around i'd be a little bit concerned you know what was, go- what was going and on my- and and my biggest fear was actually more for the other children than him. And we we were never told if anyone got hurt, but we could always tell that once the kids had started telling their parents, yeah. that parent would no longer speak to us. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, and, and I do get it if it was my, you know. Yeah, was, I get. I can see because I'm not involved. I can see both sides of the story. Yeah. So you had him at home for two years. Yeah. Because there wasn't a place in a school that could, that no, could deal with him? No, in an area where they're all full up. Of course they are, man. Um, because um, obviously um, trying to transfer him from once he's got mainstream rather than going in at reception. So most of the schools where they've got like six to eight kids um, were full up. All right. So a brand new school opened out of area. Yeah. So they couldn't say they were full. So we got him in there. How far out of area? Uh, 13 miles, so not not as bad as some some families have to transport their children um, to specialist schools, but we have to take him because there's no transport. Oh, yeah, no, we, well, we we know about this. When me and Kath were doing the local radio, we talked about this the other week. Penn School in um, near Beaconsfield, I guess it is, um, which was a, a school for very uh, challenged pupils, you know, with some, some with some very severe disabilities, they closed down. Some people had to send their kids like hundreds of miles away to residential schools. How, yeah. what, 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 what? How is that a well, thing? That's, well, that's why we waited two years, because we didn't really want, especially at the age of six and seven, we didn't want to do that. And um, it just 
we didn't feel it was right for, for for my son. I mean, it's worked for quite a few kids, but I would have thought I might have considered it when he was a bit older. Yeah. But um, we're lucky that so you know, what, what we, did, we hung in there. What did you do for two years then? Just like watch movies and play PlayStation? I'm hoping. <laughs> if you're a responsible well, he, mum. Yeah. Well, I mean, he loves Nintendo stuff. So he. Um, but what we did is a lot of learning, sort of based around what he likes. So oh, okay. math. You know, if we put Mario or Pokemon involved in it. But we went to a lot of work. Paw Patrol was he? That's the kind of Paw Patrol age, and it's six, six, seven. Well, he, yeah, he still. To be honest, he's he's um, likes like Nintendo stuff mainly, but he's very much into CBeebies still. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, dances on the double. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. I think you like Paw Patrol. Flipping well, that would be better, but I mean, it's well, no, it wouldn't. in the night garden that you like. And in the night gardens, well, that's with the the the, the winky wack. No, the wibbly. <laughs> sorry, that's with the, the wibbly the wobbly. Nonk. The ninky nonks. The pinky ponks. The tubbies. We oh. also had to go um, through that as well. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is, is is a terrible, terrible program. It's this island where um, it's humans. Well, it's it's humans, but but like the the local police and and air force and ambulance and fire service is run by a boy, and it's staffed by pups, by puppies who each got like um, special machines. So if there's an emergency, they phone this boy up, who like it could be like the the clumsy sailor could be drowning again. Don't know, he's in the wrong profession, and so they'll phone up the boy, and the boy will will then like CB radio the dogs. And the dogs then drive vehicles and fly and, and they go and rescue him. The dogs go and rescue him. And here's the thing, right? So we, we watch, I've watched every episode of Paw Patrol a million times. And then one day, I was on like an aeroplane or something. I was somewhere, maybe I was in Greece actually. And we're watching Paw Patrol. They had American accents. It's an American program, which they dub over here. Paw Patrol. So, hey man, we got to go over there and save the, the sailor. What the heck are you talking about, boy? Coat hangers? Um, so he went two weeks ago. What? What? Uh, as a mum, did you drop him off, or was he collected? Uh, we have to take him. Um, at the moment, he was only meant to be doing two hours a day, but he as he's very good at actually rationalising how he feels. And he said, that, "I don't want to travel a long way, so I want to stay till lunch." Yeah. So this is the first week he stayed right up to lunch. First time, first time you dropped him off and then drove back. What, what were you feeling in your heart? Uh, no, well, we just we just hang around supermarkets at the moment. Okay, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather than come back, but um, well, this when is... he does the whole day, we will. Yeah, and it's and how are you gonna then? Um... And he's cool with it. He's enjoying it so far. Yeah, I mean, he's um, he runs in. He's got to wait for a certain uh, a special friend to go in at the same time. So if if they're ever away, we're going to have problems. <laughs> Oh, so he won't go in without them. So I guess, the, the, yeah, the question for you is then: when when he does do full days, what are you going to do? How you how are you, you going to go and sleep? Are you going to go and <laughs> go and watch movies? Are you going to have an affair? Are you well, going to learn yeah. a new skill? Um, no, I won't have an affair just in case my husband's listening. Um, just in case her husband's listening. That's <laughs> not on the to do list. That's not ruling it out. <laughs> Claire's a naughty lady, and why not? She's worked hard these last few years. She it's deserves a break. Time for some me time. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I did buy a cinema card, so I will be sitting uh-huh. in the cinema. Oh, good for you, man. Good for you. Well, that's a nice thing to do. And I might, I'm trying to look for work, but um, I haven't got a job at the moment. But I have applied to be an elf. Over Christmas. Um, did she just say she's applied to be an elf? She did, wow. yeah. How tall, yeah. How tall are you? 5'7". I might have to... Uh... <laughs> you can't be 5'7". 
me an L for five seven. Why are you saying I'm tiny? Yeah, well, you cost me a hobbit, Claire, and I'm five foot six. She says she's five foot six. That's bullshine. Um, I thought you, uh, I have elf. I have elf selection process to, to go to next week. I suppose if we're truly living in um, uh, an equal opportunity as well, they can't refuse you a job as an elf based on your yeah, height. Yeah, could just be tall. Yeah, or there could be a backlash by the elf community saying we only want elves playing elves yeah. here. <laughs> That would be awesome, man. I've often yeah. wanted, and I volunteered once at a, like a nursery party uh, um, when my kids were in nursery because their Father Christmas dropped out and I volunteered, but then someone else had volunteered. Around. I'd love to be a Father Christmas. I told you about, I told you about when my mum was Father Christmas. What? Yeah. No. Father Christmas got detained, so she had to do it instead for her nursery. Yeah. My mum's a flipping idiot. She would be a good elf. She's tiny anyway, right? So she she did the suit and everything, put the wig on, put the beard on, but then she thought, oh, I look too girly. So she got Tipex what? on her eyelashes and did her eyelashes. All, like, And I was like, Mum, you could blind yourself. Yeah. What are you doing? She went, I don't want to know it's me. And then, but on the way to the nursery, she had to drop my dad off at uh, the station. Was she dressed up as Father Christmas? She was dressed up as Father Christmas. And um, as he went, she gave him a kiss. <laughs> And then looked across at the next car and there was a kid in the back of the car like, uh, I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> and uh, I have to be careful as well because my son um, heard me talking about it. And so I've, he, we've had to explain I am a helper. helper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's because yeah. we all know Father Christmas oh, yeah. is real, but he's yeah. so busy that they have to send out lots of Father Christmas helpers yeah. And, yeah. and elf helpers. Um, I feel I feel compelled to say something, and I hope no one is offended at this. But I feel I have to say it because if I don't, then I'm not doing my job. But um, let's make sure you don't get held back by elf and safety. I just oh feel, no! no. And you know on. that's not me. I just felt a compulsion to say that. I had to say that. Just couldn't help you, Elf. So I'm working on the same station as uh, as Matthew Wright, so that kind of stuff just comes yeah. naturally. Stuck to the chair. And I've got to make sure that if I do get it, that I'm not one of those bad Santa type of elves or oh, yes. um, Jingle All The Way type of elves. I've got to be like, I don't know, buddy. Yeah, don't drink. Yeah. Don't drink, don't yeah. take drugs. Those are my kind of thing. Can I ask you, Claire, um, what coat hangers do you have? Oh, God, really? I've not finished the story. <laughs> I have wooden ones oh. and I have padded ones. Oh, yeah. I think that's 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 a that's a girl thing, the padded thing, because the, the padded ones don't do anything for me. It's, for me, it's, I just put like coats and big stuff on. Yeah, it. for me, it's the wooden ones. The wooden ones are classy. I feel like I'm I'm very decadent buying wood because I've I've had like those crappy little wire coat hangers forever. And, and then they start bending. They're useless. And if you put like like heavy trousers on. Dense, dense trousers. They just sag in the middle. It's no way to live, Ian. So wooden no. coat hangers. And, but I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, Claire. Basically, yep. um, last week I ordered some coat hangers. And about seven minutes to one last night, this morning, I realised the coat hangers hadn't arrived. So during the show, I checked online to see what had happened to them. And um, it said, and this is, the, this is insane. This is literally insane, Claire. It said they'd been delivered last Thursday to my safe place. I've had that happen before. There must be, like, loads of safe places with piles of parcels. And also, here's the thing, Amazon. Sometimes the safe... If it comes from DPD, it goes to the safe place because Craig is my DPD delivery driver. He's a fan of the show and he understands how to read 
where to put things. But sometimes Amazon, you, the man who runs it is a multi-billionaire. He won't be when I punch him in the nose. What? Um, sometimes they deliver stuff to my next door neighbour who is an elderly woman. An elderly woman. And I, I, I have to go, that's not my safe, she's not my safe place. Anyway, so I checked last night about half past two in the dark, Claire. They were not in my safe place. So here's the thing, and I'll, and I'll tell you the end of the story now, so you don't get your hopes Please. up. They give me a full refund, and then the epilogue is in the morning, I woke up, and I thought, maybe they were delivered. I remember it now, and I go and look, and I can't find them. But here's the thing, Claire. I get online about half past two, and I've got a cob on. I was going to make a rude joke then about sitting in front of a computer at half past two with a cob on, but I'm not going to, because yeah. this is a serious issue, Claire. Yeah, it is. It, um, I, I understand how, how annoying this is. If, oh, Really? Yeah, well, Kath's feeling it, and I wish she wouldn't. It's all right. If a bloke feels it, it's sexual harassment. If a woman feels it, it's just a bit of naughty fun. Um, it's got quite lavatorial since you came on, Claire, and I'm, I'm going to remember oh, that. No, I'm sorry. I, I have this effect. So here's the thing, right? Um, so I then, you message, basically, you message, and I couldn't find the thing, so I had to Google contact amazon it's not it's not clearly found on the home pages and that's something i want to raise i don't with want them. to hear this story that's it's not it's something i want to raise with them actually you looking in your accounts and and also so you look in your accounts this is the thing that got me i'm there for 20 minutes accounts orders coat hangers right and it says it's been delivered so there's no button to say track package because you track it and it says delivered thursday there's no button to say where's my co-? all you can say is i want to return it well, I yeah. can't return it because I've not got it. That's it, right? It's not. It's, it's like I want to return it. The item is not as described. It's damaged. There is no item. There's no button for this, right? Do you, how do you get your coat hangers? Oh God, really? Can you stop saying hangers? Um, do you get them when you buy things, or do you order them? I used to, but we've just moved, and um, we had to have more coat hangers for some unknown reason. So we got them from um a really well well-known store full of furniture that's blue and yellow ikea yeah my friend's nan used to call it ikea and we laugh but then it turns out that's how you pronounce it ikea that's how you it's pronounce like it we've, yeah it's like we've got um a, well a dacia car but i always thought it was called dacia dacia i know until i've heard the adverts yeah which is which is great claire listen i'm gonna let you go best of luck to your boy i hope everything turns out well and you enjoy your movies yeah i went to see predator as well and i walked out it's the first time i've done that oh no it's a good move what a load of old crap that film was even with a cinema card i went i can't well the the only good the cinema card means you 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 kind of getting it for free we paid money Yeah, the annoying thing is when the staff don't put the lights off and you have to start doing the staff's job for them because you've been there so often oh, and switch the lights off. And... Oh, what, you what, you go and switch the lights <laughs> off yourself? Yeah, when they leave the cleaning lights on, I know where they are because it's easier than trying to find... <laughs> Claire's no such a mum. <laughs> I love it. Well, I just switch it off. Claire, and, nice, yeah. nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Although I've got to be honest, I think you brought the, the conversation below the belt and this is definitely a, a, an above-the-belt conversation. We'll carry on with the coat hanger no, story please, in a bit. No. We've got Stan, 0344-499-1000. Brand new callers only tonight. It really is a, a thrill show. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Coat Hanger Boyle on Talk Radio. 
Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio.